0: Hey, hey, Kent Crook here, and I'm today here with uh, one of my new good friends. This is Mark. Mark, tell me a little, Mark, what's your last name? Sure. Tell me a little bit about you, Mark. How, uh, what do you do? What do I do? Well, besides look good, I mean, this guy dressed up in a suit and a nice tie. I mean, there one of these go. days I'm going to get to that point. Well, I teach people financial literacy. And I think a lot of people could probably use that. Well, I think you're probably right. Um,
1: I personally feel the biggest problem in our country, besides both the Democrats and the Republicans being whacked out of their skulls, is a four-letter word. Wait, hold word. on. No, what's that? Debt. Debt. OK.
0: And who likes four-letter words? Um,
1: I, like, I hate that word, but unfortunately, it's a huge problem in our country. Oh,
0: for sure, 100%.
1: You know, Let me ask you this question, Kent. How do you think most people would answer this question if we asked them? Are you 100% sure you're going to have a great retirement Do you have some doubt? Well, everybody has doubts. For sure. And my response would be, if you asked that to me, I'd say, well Kent, you're like most people. What if I could show you how to get out of debt in the next nine years or so, give or take a year, either way, including your mortgage and student loans, if you have any without spending any more than you're currently
0: spending, could we get 20 minutes of your time to show you financial literacy? Oh, for sure. So you mean I could get out of debt, even pay off my mortgage within nine around nine years? Most people, we can help them do that. Someone's gotta have a job be True. working.
1: Yes. They, they, they can't be going down for the last, you know, for the count. Have drowning. another kid
0: and make a little extra money. Not that right. right, right okay. yeah. That that, okay. that
1: that's that's not going to happen. Um,
0: the average American has about two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of debt. Okay, and that's what, including their house, of course. So we're saying two hundred thousand dollars, maybe a house, and then fifty thousand in charge card debt, mm. right, or, right. A, or
1: or a car, okay, right. furniture,
0: whatever. Right.
1: Um, most people tell you when you ask them. How do people tell you, you know, you're know you gonna get ahead and become debt free or retire? They tell you, oh, you gotta save more money. Well, here are the real numbers. Americans have 34% of their money is going out the door in interest. They spend about 40% in taxes, and that's all taxes. Income tax, real estate tax, sales tax. If you drink beer, beer tax. If you smoke, cigar- cigarette tax. Everyone's got a cell phone. You go look at your bill, there's a federal tax for your cell phone, right? right. And um, we live on 23 percent. We save about 3 percent. What we contend is that if you pay less interest, pay less taxes by default on the same amount of money, you're gonna live a better lifestyle and save more money. Right. So that's what we talk about
0: financial literacy and how to help people. Right. Now I know you have a couple different platforms. You showed me that earlier. Tell me a little bit about, you know, how people do it. How does it really work? Okay. Well. What we ha- work with people is,
1: I can't help somebody unless I know a little bit about them. So if you were going to think about becoming a client, we would need some information from you. I would need numbers, but not your social security number, but I need to know your birthday. I need to know, do you own a house? How much is your mortgage? I don't care who it's with, but I need to know how much interest you're paying right. and what your payment is and how much you owe. Credit card debt, I don't care who it's with. You can put down credit card one, two, three, four, five, whatever. I just need to know the interest rate, how much you're paying, and how much you owe. Right. Student loan debt, same thing. Any debt, I don't need to know who it's with. I just need to, a classification, interest, payment, how much you owe. Right. Now we kind of need a snapshot. I don't need to know to the penny, but I need to know about how much you make. And, you know, are you saving money?
0: Are you putting money into qualified plans? Things like that. How how What's the percentage of people you think are really saving money today? Well, here's the thing, and it's a really good question.
1: I always ask people this. Do you have enough money that if you lost your job today, you can survive for a year? How many people do you think answered
0: yes to that? Maybe 2%. Maybe, maybe, because I always heard it was like three months. So you have enough three months sitting aside. Okay, so you, okay, (laughs) even three months. Yeah.
1: Okay, so (laughs) how many people do you think today could lose lose their income and survive for three months? What do you think the percentage would be? 20%. Okay, so those people, maybe those people should be investing, okay? But if they're not investing, right? But investing in what? Well... If you have a job, a lot of places, because pensions kind of went away in the mid-80s in a lot of places, not every place, your workplace is going to offer you some type of qualified plan, right? A 401k, if you work for a hospital or the school board, it's going to be a 403b, which is a 401k for a non-taxed entity, right? If you work for the government, the police department, the city, the state, it's called a 457 plan. But... I don't believe people should be investing into those plans. Yes, they're going to get a match if they don't have enough money to live for just three months. Because when they go to take that money out, they're going to pay 10% penalty on that money. So that's a big problem in America is that people want to invest when they really should be saving. Does that make sense? Right, for sure. So that's some of the things we talk about. But I'll give you a couple of people go, well, you know, what do you call financial literacy, Mark? And let me run a couple of things by you.
0: Well, let me ask you, how many, what's the percentage of people you think have financial literacy?
1: I think in the people that I talk to it's like, I think it's between five and 10%. Wow. Uh-huh. And I'll just, we'll just go over a couple of reasons why. Okay. Do you believe this or have you been told this in your life by a CPA, a financial planner, or someone you trust? It's good to have a mortgage because you get to write off the interest. Oh
0: yeah. They say it all the time. Right.
1: Okay. And you and I talk, so I'm not a mind reader. I know you're in about the 30% tax bracket. Right. Okay. So I would then say to you, Kent, I want to play a game with you. You give me $100, I'm going to turn around and give you back 30 How long would you play that game with me? Not very long. It's not a okay. game I want to play. Okay. Right. So let me ask you this question. Every $100 in interest you're paying to a mortgage lender, they're not even giving you back 30 All that happens is you get to write $30 off your adjusted gross income and then you calculate your income taxes. How great is that? Not very good, is it? I realize that was before the new tax law. Now, with the standard deduction, if your standard deduction is met, no more deduction for mortgage interest, right? right? So that's an example of, what people not understanding how money really works. Wow. And we already touched on this one a little bit. You know, I think a large percentage of people in this country have qualified plans. Are they bad? I think they're good to a certain extent, but again, it becomes a question of who should be contributing and who should be saving. Right. And this is another example about financial literacy. I have a great business. I know we haven't met each other, but a couple last Wednesday, and so we really don't know each other. Here's how it would work. I want you to put in all the money. I want you to take all the risk. I want you to manage your business on a day-to-day basis. And then when you it go to sell like the business, right? and then <laughs> when you go to sell the business, I'm going to come back around and tell you how much I own. It's going to be realistically 10 to 40%. Do you want to go into business with me? Wow. And the answer is right. going to be no, right? right. 100%. So people are, are putting money into a qualified plan. It's your money, right? right? It's not if, it's when the market adjusts downward, does the government say, let us make you whole? Absolutely not. If you're putting money into an IRA or a SEP, you may be managing your own money, right? And if not, you're paying someone professional to manage it anywhere from 50 basis points, a half a point to two points, whether they win or lose. And if you've got a 401k or 403b or 457, or you own your own business, you could have a defined benefit or defined contribution plan, you could be getting a match of some sort. But again, interest is eating up the money. Because let's talk about this. Most people have a mortgage, right? Yeah. Agree? For sure. So I'm not that smart, but I do this enough that I have an example memorized. A $300,000 loan at 5% for 30 years, your principal and your interest payment's going to be 1610 $1,610 a month, OK? If you paid that loan off for 30 years, you're going to end up paying almost 570 something thousand dollars in interest. 90 something percent. Correct. Right. Think about this. First month on an amortization schedule, I'm paying 12.50 in interest on that 1610. That's about 78%. But we all know mortgages are front-loaded, right? Yep. If I go out 10 years, I'm paying 68 per, sorry, sorry. Excuse me, 63%. Wow. In the 20th year, it goes down to 38%. It's not until the 28th year that it go to 5.3%. So I want you to think about this. If you're putting money away into a qualified plan, when you could be using it to hopefully right. pay your mortgage off sooner, right? right, the first 10 years, let's just say it's costing you 60% in interest. It's really higher. Can you earn 60% on your money? Absolutely not. Right, and no, this is uh-huh. financial literacy. Uh-huh. Once you get yourself out of debt, then put the money into your qualified plan.
0: You're going to be a lot happier because you're going to have a lot more money. Nice, it's amazing. You know, it's funny because you just mentioned that we just met on Wednesday. How did we meet?
1: Well, we met at an event that I host and Seasons Fifty Two, the first Wednesday of every month, called Rockstar. Okay. And just Rockstar. Rockstar is something
0: else. That's it's it's called Rockstar. It's okay. called Rockstar Networking. Okay, very cool. And I it's the first time I've ever been. I don't even know how I found out about it. Um, it was in Coral Gables. I thought it had something to do with the Coral Gables Chambers. What I you know it was not Coral. I just assumed that whatever. And um, I was pretty impressed. It was a, a line getting in. The bar was full, and everybody had the little name tags on, and it was an oval name tag, so it was different than the normal name tags you see, which I like being different. And um, me too. A full room, it was a full room. It was how many people? Do you think I think 40 50 were doing, I guess. No, there was about 78 people. Wow. I mean, I know exactly Seven, how many people there. To-
1: <laughs> I hosted. There were 78 people there. Usually, we get 40 to 50, and to be honest with you, I like it more when there's only 40 to 50, right. Because it's more conducive to having yeah. conversations. I mean, it was a great, it's a great, right. every, every. Every time we do it at Seasons 52, it's always a great event. Uh I think a lot of people like going to Seasons 52. We get a lot of people coming from downtown that live in Coral Gables, South Miami, Kendall, Pinecrest, so it's like it's on the way home. Or even people live in Coral Gables, so they are home. Uh And um, it's just, it's a real convenient spot and it's
0: always a fun event. We
1: got a lot of professionals How many
0: people were there, you said 72? There were 78. 78, wow. And why do you think it was more this time than, than normal? Well, happen
1: I don't know. Right. Um, we didn't have the one in May. Maybe there was some pent-up demand from uh-huh. May, right. but I will tell you, do not come to Seasons 52 on July 3rd, which is the first Wednesday. We won't be there because 4th of July is the next day. Uh,
0: okay. Our next
1: event will be August 7th. Right. right.
0: Well, it's, don't tell anybody, but I, was there a charge for that event? There's no charge. It's a free event. It's a free event. I snuck in the back door. I didn't have a name tag. Yeah, I, was, I watched the, what you The did. line was so long. I saw like, what you know did. You know what? I, I came in. I started. I went to the bar and everything. So you were watching. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. So who's this guy sneaking in the back. It wasn't that. It was just such a long line. I'm like, everybody's staying in line for a i I thought it was a free event. So, But I'm glad I went. I, I saw, And I was watching you, too. I saw you at the door there. And um, you were definitely the, uh, the, um, the one that stood out in the crowd. Yeah. Well, that's why I do it. I mean, my
1: whole philosophy is as you know as I ask people what can I do to help you succeed and nice.
0: I like that. it always Kelly,
1: that could be your line it always opens the door for us to um, you know just have a conversation uh-huh. and that's all I do the events strictly to have conversations with other professionals and you were there there's no one giving you
0: a network marketing presentation or buy this or buy that it's just right. I, I I was surprised you didn't say nothing I mean you were, I mean, I didn't, at least I, you didn't get up and talk with let's say. You didn't get up and say, right. hey, thanks for coming. I appreciate you. I'm Billy Bob or whatever it was. You just happened to open the room up, let people come in and, and let them do themselves. That's right, because
1: you, you missed it. If you had walked in the door, you know, my assistant would have said, this is Marquis hosting the event, okay. and I would ask you what you do, and okay. then you would ask me what I do, and you know, I would say I teach people financial literacy, or I might say I teach small businesses how to self-finance or individuals how to get out of debt in nine years or so, including their mortgage and their student loans, without okay. spending any more than right. they're currently spending. Right. So, Obviously, it's a give and take. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, I like helping people, though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so do I. And that's. Hey, grab me one of my books. It's on the bottom door, the right side. Um, but it was funny because, and I apologize for not coming up and saying hello in the beginning. Just, the crowd was really big, and I wasn't sure if I was going to stay or not stay. Um, but what impressed me about your event is the book. You know that I actually wrote a book, and my book is, which I have one for you here. Let's see. It. Here's the book right here. Seven steps to grow your business, Rockstar Networker. So uh-huh. I actually wrote, wrote a book on, on networking. And uh, Grant Miller, Grant Miller, the name of the community newspaper. Like fifteen years ago, I was going into an event and Grant comes to me and goes, Kent, you're a professional networker. I go, Who, me? He goes, Yeah, he goes, I want you to write an article in my, in my newspaper. And I go, In your newspaper? I said, I can't even spell. He goes, No, don't, get a ghostwriter and write something, but never write about yourself. But he called me a professional networker. So I've been networking for fifteen years and I've built businesses of networking organizations. So um, you and I both know that people do business with people they know they like and they trust. And how else you get to know, except having lunch or, or having a drink with somebody every now and then, right? Hundred percent correct. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent correct. Right. So I was really impressed with your event. I was, not and thank you for being here because I know we didn't really know each other, and, and like like I do, I'm not afraid to ask. And I said, hey, why don't you come over and talk? And first, like, who's this guy? Did he he snuck in the back door? So I, I even give him the time of day. You know, he didn't give me the time of day, but you're here today, and I appreciate it and uh, what's today, today's Monday, so it wasn't even a week ago that we met. That's right. But I was impressed with you, and, I, and, I, and mostly about what you do. Um, we live in that world where everybody's a taker, and I can see you're a giver. I can see that you, you give your time and energy, you want to help people, and, yep. and you've got a solution to a problem that most everybody has, it really does. A very large percentage of people, I can't tell you how many people
1: that you wouldn't think had debt, but there's people that make, I have clients that make half a million dollars a year or more and they may have been married one or two times, so they're supporting two or three families uh-huh. in that lifestyle that they're accustomed to, Or I just came back from Seattle, and um I was talking to some folks out there that are going to be joining our team, and they said, "Yeah, this is perfect, you know Bellevue, what's in Bellevue, Microsoft, Amazon's uh-huh. going there, and they said, "Yeah, these people make two fifty three hundred a year, and they're all up to their eyeballs in debt because they're living the American dream, oh yeah, and that's people really have to get on board with getting out of debt because if not, it's it's a, right. gonna be a very pretty, un, unhappy, unattractive picture right. in you the know, future.
0: You know, it's it's funny because the more you make, the more you think you need to spend. And it's just, well, I, they, I don't know what they call it, where you, somebody who's not used to having money, you give them a couple hundred bucks, you put it in their pocket, it burns a hole in it. They can't, they gotta go buy something. i may mean, go spend this money because they're just not used to having money in their pocket. You're and, 100% correct. Uh, right. Happens a lot with professional
1: athletes, where all of a sudden they're given millions of dollars and it's
0: gone the next day. Yeah, I mean it's incredible. Right. It's one of the things that. that, uh, It's funny because you mentioned early Dave Ramsey and you said him. And I'd actually been through Dave Ramsey event, um, uh, Entree Leadership. I was there and I actually believe it or not I went through it twice. So Why'd you go twice? Because I'm just an electrician. I'm not. That's why I'm a little slow. But but what I do say is I live very humbly in West Kendall. You know, I don't need a big house in Pinecrest with a bunch of rooms I don't need. You know, I, I you know I don't like living anywhere near above what I can make because it gives me more money to give. I, I'm a giver. You know, of not just my time but money as well when things are needed. So, you know, um, I like living. So if things were to happen, we all know that we live in this world that goes up and down, and we've had eight or nine or ten good years, and something's coming in the future, but it's not going to affect me one way or the other. I mean, because you know, I don't I don't live above my means. I mean, I, you know. Um, and even in my business, my electrical business, there, I take a modest I take a modest salary, and uh, because when I make more money, I, I invest it in the company. I, I make it bigger. I grow it. so sure. You know, instead of borrowing money to buy trucks, I you know, and in the inventory, whatever. It's it's better to have that money to be able to do it. So so many people don't do that. They, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to borrow money, and I'm going to do it, and it doesn't work. And then what? You're in trouble. And even people that pay cash like you do, I always like that. I just
1: run you through something. The average American buys eleven cars during their lifetime. Okay? And let's just take a thirty thousand dollar car and about five hundred and change a month. So you're gonna pay about thirty four thousand dollars for that car. Okay. Okay. And they every five years they buy a new car. So someone who's gonna finance their cars is going to pay about three hundred and seventy some odd thousand dollars. So. Okay, right, right. Okay. And there's always people that, you know, they go, you know Mark I pay cash, I go, congratulations, you've spent three hundred and forty thousand dollars. I mean three hundred and thirty thousand dollars you saved forty some odd thousand dollars versus financing I said but if you did it my way, you would have spent thirty thousand on the first car and then eleven years excuse me eleven cars later or fifty five years later, instead of having a five year old car and nothing in the bank, whether you financed it or paid cash, you would have saved. Forty thousand people that do it our way have two hundred ninety-one thousand dollars in their bank. Wow! And that's that's because we teach them financial literacy. Awesome. And what was the name of your company? My company is called Safe Harbor Financial Group. Okay. And we are certified teachers of the Your Family Bank system.
0: I like that. Very cool. How do we? How how do people out there find you? Well, they They hook up with me. I know
1: where you are. Right. (laughs) I, they can call me. Um, I have a toll free number. It's 866-859-PLAN. That's 866-859-7526 because we're big believers in obviously planning. Right. Planning for the future, planning to get out of debt. Right. Not just you know saying, okay, I'm going to get out of debt. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, I'm just going to start overpaying on my credit cards you're like a kitten typically with its tail running around because you really don't have a plan, you're just giving them more money. uh And then you're going to spend more money on their credit card. I mean, it's funny you brought up Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey's been very successful. You can't take that away from him. However, his methodology of telling people to cut up their credit cards, eat rice and beans for six or seven years, uh doesn't really work very well in the real world. It's not practical. Right, and so that's one of the areas we differ so we
0: right. teach people how money really works uh-huh. wow fantastic well Mark thank you for coming out coming out over here to uh, my new office here in the Pinecrest area got out of West Kendall got out of that traffic and uh, look forward to the next Rockstar event and I think he's going to help me hook up with the Rockstar people because I might be having my own event I'm going to have my own event for sure I think he should Kendall needs one does it? Pinecrest can probably
1: use one. Uh-huh. Ooh, Earl's. I could probably do it at Earl's. There you go. There you go. But the best part about it is they negotiate everything for you. Uh-huh. They have the relationship with the large restaurant chains. The reason they're using Seasons 52, obviously, it's owned by Darden's, which is the largest, uh-huh. and as well as many other chains. Right. And um, it's an awesome for sure. awesome deal.
0: And I, I think I'll definitely do it. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Have a great day. See you all, later. Bye.